Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Just along the night, like the fourth of July. Cause baby, you're a firework. Come on, show them why you work. You've lost that driving feeling. Oh, that Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiations Bible style. There is no power. Fireworks on demand. We're here this 4th of July weekend on the Christian Car Guys show. The 4th of July is all about freedom, and not coincidentally, so is Jesus. His clashes with the Pharisees and Herod, as both of them demanded fireworks, if you think about it. <laughs> Remember? They were wanting a sign in the heavens. It's, it's kind of a firework demanding thing. It's a precious lesson on how we can lose our freedom if we're not careful based on that leaven, and we're going to get to that shortly, but we also have our very own uh, Bill Mixon with us. And speaking of freedom, it brought up to him the idea of one of his uh, people in history that he particularly likes. Who would that be, Bill? Benjamin Franklin. He was uh, the leader of Philadelphia and the leader of uh, Pennsylvania and was one of the top people in the Continental Congress when they put all those papers together. So, Freedom Ben Franklin style. Yes, sir. All right. Should we tell our Facebook friends that are watching the show <laughs> that Facebook makes us look about 10, t- 10 pounds heavier than we actually are? You can tell them that, Bill, but I don't know if they're going to believe it. <laughs> yes, as Bill mentioned, it's dreams. If you ever wonder what these crazy people look like, you can go to Facebook at the Christian Car Guy slash Jesus Labor Love page, and you can watch the Christian Car Guy by all means. But... Speaking of the Jesus labor love, we have some truly, I mean truly miraculous updates we're going to share with you today on the Jesus labor love. But first, we want to get to our first drawing. For those of you who went, in in this case, two folks is all that went to go see if they could win a stay, a VIP overnight stay 
at the Red Roof Inn. So it's pretty easy when Bill selects between these two who's going to win. But the good news is you can go register for next week, and I'm guessing that maybe more than two will register because this is real. These people are going to get a free overnight stay at any Red Roof Inn anywhere in the United States. They won't have to pay anything for it. No timeshare that they have to watch or anything robbie didn't like my idea that the two of them could share the same room and both of them could be winners (laughs) well bill it's time to it's time to pull a winner and so that we can email them and tell them that wow you won you just registered at christiancarguy.com which by the way is just free just no purchase necessary you have to be over 18 to win go to christiancarguy.com who won we just have their first name there uh jenny there you go Jenny is the winner, and we are going to send her her VIP certificate via email. And again, all you have to do to win is go to ChristianCarGuy.com and register and tell us your favorite um, Christian Car Guy Theater episode. And there's no purchase necessary, no big deal. It shows you all the episodes. You can pick it right there. And again, these are VIP certificates. They're good until October 31st. You go to ChristianCarGuy.com. You submit. If you're over 18, that's how easy that will be. And everybody can play. But talking about everybody can play, we now have a very special fireworks on demand. Bill, I'm very excited about this. Name that noise game. So let's let's play, Kim. It's time to play. Define that defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. All right, get ready to call in at 866-348-7884. We got fireworks on demand. Name that noise, 866-348-7884. You can win. Tell them what they'll win, Kim, if they can name this noise. Yeah, he's getting it ready. He had it like ready, but it was there you go. All right, Robert, they have a chance to win Stu Jr.'s book, The Last Words of Jesus, and also a copy of Christian History Magazine. There you go, a copy of Christian History Magazine and Stu Epperson's book, The Last Words of Jesus. All you have to do is name this noise. Go ahead and play it, Kim. Wow, that's a noise, isn't it, Bill? Helicopter to racetrack. <laughs> Bill, if you if you if you go out and and it's, don't you realize people need to call in at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And again, it might have something to do with fireworks on demand, which is what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy. You call us, you can win that book and that copy of the Christian History Magazine, 866-348-7884. And for the first time ever in the history of Name That Noise, somebody has been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it was <laughs> sounded like a helicopter to me. That, do not, do not try to guess. <laughs> so anyway, we do want to point out that Jesus labor love is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And I, one of the things I really wanted to lead off this show with, I'm going to get to the fireworks on demand part, but. Last week, if you were listening, we had a ministry contact. It's called Redeeming Joy, which is down in Concord. And they were in need of a seven-passenger van. And if you would have heard that conversation last week, it was like, Robbie, we heard you maybe could help us with a seven-passenger van. And I was like, well, silver and gold have I none, but I can go on the radio and I can ask, because this Redeeming Joy ministry, what they are, Bill, is they 
um, they help out trafficked women that are recovering from being trafficked, which is no easy recovery from what I understand. And they have a, a place down there in Charlotte. And because of the many needs that they have, they're constantly taking folks to the doctor and to the hospital and stuff like that. They needed a van. They contacted us. I'm telling you, this happened. I watched it with my own. And so last week I mentioned it, you know, during the show that we have this need, Redeeming Joy needs a seven-pastor van. Would you believe that actually within two, three minutes of that, a gentleman called in in Durham, North Carolina, donated a seven-pastor van for these folks. And so talk about a praise. Uh, we've worked it out all week to where they're, they're coming up to get the van next week, which is actually one of our prayer requests, that that will go smoothly and then we'll get it all checked out, and that van will get transferred over there. So how cool is that, Bill? How miraculous. Wonderful to see the Holy Spirit at work. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it was really amazing to me. But we also, while that was going on, there was a domestic violence victim that um, was up in New York that called me just absolutely, well, she, didn't, she sent in her application at christiancarguy.com, the Jesus Labor Love. But after she filled out the application, I called her. And she was completely distraught because her state inspection was running out. She has to work in order to be able to take care of her child, et cetera, et cetera. Single mom, domestic violence, really critical situation. The mechanic had quoted her $3,000 to fix her brakes. And with help of a man up there by the name of Joe, and we, we made some other calls, we actually got it all done, I think, for $384. She got her state inspection done Thanks to your donations, those people who went to Jesus, you know, to ChristianCarGuy.com and donated or sent it in, um, which we'll give you the address is 238 Sara Lane, Jesus Labor Love, 238 Sara Lane, Winston Salem, North Carolina, 27107. Those people who did that made that possible. So this lady who was literally in tears would have this opportunity. But um, and there was also a, a, a single mom that was homeless actually in Kernersville, which if those in North Carolina kind of knows where that is, and, and staying in the YWCA. And her car broke down, and she needed to get to work. And it turned out to need a power steering pump, which was provided, as you might imagine, by 109 You Pull It. And, and this lady is back. able. She went to work on Friday. And, and so I see these miracles happen between people donating parts, people donating money, people donating vans. And I was just like, man, God, you're so cool. This is so amazing. But I have to tell you about the one we can't meet, and I don't know what God's going to do with it. But I got a call from Louisville, Kentucky this week. Well, actually, it was another application that came in, and I called, which, you know, I, I try to call them myself because it's really important to me that I find out what they need and if we can pray with them. And so as I talked to this lady, she was very hard. I don't know how to put it other than that. She had lost her th last three vehicles on the side of the road because she couldn't fix them. And she was very, like, nothing is working out for me. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. And she mentioned a church that she went to, um, which told me that she had some relationship with the church and with Jesus. And we'll get to where this conversation went, and we'll get to the prayer need that we have inside this that I'm hoping you all be praying for her in this situation. When we come back about the Jesus labor love, of course, we still got lots of uh, people that are going to call in and name that noise, Bill, because you didn't name it. And so 866-348-7884. Just uh 
Fireworks on demand today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We're going to get to that in a minute. But when we left, y'all, we were, well, first of all, we got to play that noise again because I'm shocked. I, I really am, Bill, that after you, you gave this answer that was wrong, that no, somebody we're going to find out I was right. You just yeah. wait. Anyway, we got to play the noise again, Kim. We're playing Name That Noise. We would love for you to call in and name this particular noise that has to do with fireworks on demand. Kim, can you play it again for me? Eight six six is the number to call in. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. If you name that noise, you get to win Stu's book, The Last Words of Jesus, and the the Christian History Magazine. We've got one of those for you. So you call in eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. But when we were right before the break, I was talking about this lady in Louisville who was obviously struggling with a lot of different things and as i went through the application one of the things that she didn't have computer access so i was having to fill it out by hand and one of the things we ask in our application is do you have insurance you could imagine that bill because we don't want to repair a car that somebody is driving around without insurance and she said no my insurance lapsed and i need 187 dollars and so I said, well, God, I'm so sorry, because we don't repair cars that the people don't have insurance. And she says, I understand, and she was going to hang up on me. And I said, but don't, don't, don't hang up. Please, don't hang up on me. I said, our ministry doesn't do that, but maybe there's a way somebody will meet that need. I don't know unless we try, but will you let me pray with you? I guess, you know, was the, you know. So... I prayed a prayer that I normally pray when, because I'm always so impressed that people would have the courage to reach out and ask for help that need it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also impressed that God wants to meet this need, even though I have no idea how this one is going to get met because she's in need of insurance and those kind of things. And after I prayed it, the Holy Spirit, not me, but the Holy Spirit broke that girl's heart. She was, the tears, you could hear them. And she said something that I've heard before and it still shocks me is, no one has ever done that for me. Prayed with her? I, you don't know what she means by it. I mean, I just know what she said. And she said, I cannot tell you what that means to me. She went from this person that was going to hang up on me a minute ago because she needed $187 for insurance. And so I don't know. Somebody in Louisville connected her with a show or whatever. I know that myself, if, I could, if somebody donates the $187, whatever, I really would like for that money to come through her church because I found out who her church was. And I can, I, can, I can have her receive the money through the church, you see. She can't get it through our ministry because our, our ministry is for car repair and whatever. And when you have a 501c3 like we have, we're very specific on the things that we could do. But if we had this other donation, we could send it through the church. And if somebody would like to bless this lady... I would love to be a part of that, however that works. And you can, of course, email me if you go to christiancarguy.com. My email address is all over the place there. So we have needs. We have needs. Our, our, our account in general is lower than it has been all year long. I think we're down to less than $600 to help the people that come up. So if you feel led to pray for that need, we would sure appreciate it. If you feel pre led to pray for more volunteers or even to give, you can go to christiancarguy.com and find out all about that. But meanwhile, I'm excited to play, Bill, because we have Deborah is in Youngsville, North Carolina, 
who she wants to name that noise. Deborah, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. I am excited to hear, <laughs> hear that I know that Bill was wrong about that, his answer. So what, what noise do you think that is, Deborah? It's got to be one or two things. I'm a NASCAR fan. It's either a drag racer or a race car. Deborah, you are exactly right. <laughs> Unlike <Bill. laughs> I love race cars. I love racing. <laughs> See that that idea of fireworks on demand. You know, no, when you think work. about <laughs> you know one of those uh, dragsters that you know the 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 fuel dragsters that just pop the fire out the exhausting. <laughs> you know, that's the picture right there. Fireworks on demand. Thank you, Deborah. God bless you. I'm so glad you won today. Well, I enjoy it. I'm listening to you on radio. I enjoy your show. Thank you so much. God bless. All right, we have Bill is in Clemson, South Carolina. We don't want to not give him a chance. Bill, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. It's a top fuel dragster doing a burnout at an NHRA drag track. Uh, you were, yeah. It's like you've been there, Bill. That's <laughs> uh, because I have. <laughs> I well, used to work crash rescue at a racetrack. Well, see, Bill, this Bill was right. Well, you thought it was a helicopter. helicopter a yeah. helicopter? Really? But anyway, Bill, God bless you. Thank you for calling in today. You're exactly right. And we have Ted is in Mansfield, Ohio. Ted, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. What did you think it was? I think it's the top fuel money car. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely a top... You know, that's fireworks on demand. When you step on that, if you've seen them at night, there's a lot of fireworks going on, isn't it? Oh, it's awesome. It's about a 10-foot flame out of it. <laughs> it really is. God bless you, Ted. Thank you. You two are a winner. We have all that. And, uh, of course, Bill, how do you feel to be just like... <laughs> now, but... You don't feel like Ben Franklin right this minute because speaking of freedom, before we get to the fireworks on demand discussion I'm going to go to, why don't you, why don't you start and enlighten us on, on your view on freedom? Which I know you're right on this, unlike the... Well, my understanding after taking numerous history courses through college was about a third of the Americans were for the revolution and a third of the Americans were against the revolution and a third of the Americans... What revolution? <laughs> and Benjamin Franklin was one of the leaders in the group that all the states had sent a representative up to. And they were having all kinds of trouble. They were fighting and fuming and getting nowhere. And he stood up and he says, you know, gentlemen, if we keep this up, we're going to accomplish nothing. said, if God knows about a sparrow, when a sparrow falls from the air, then God is going to be a part of this country. And he advocated that they take a few days and they go and they listen to every minister in town. We got a lot more to find out about Benjamin Franklin, a lot more about fireworks on demand. And we would love to hear your question, comments, 866-348-7884. You got all this stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. Go win that Red Roof Inn trip. Fireworks on demand. 
today on the Christian Car Guy show. I'm, I'm, I've been teasing that all through the show, and I'm actually going to probably get to that in a minute, <laughs> what that means. Fireworks on demand, what that has to do with cars and the car business and all that stuff. But for Bill, you know, our Christian insurance guy, you might imagine since Ben Franklin was the founder of insurance as we know it in this country, wasn't he? Well, what he did was there were all kinds of problems he wanted to solve. One of the first ones he solved was that there was a lot of deforestation around the big cities and a lot of wood was being burned and a lot of coal. And he came up with a Franklin stove that used half as much fuel and produced 25% more heat. And he put that out there without patenting it, without making a fortune off of it. Another thing he came up with was the first library in the United States. He came up with a lending library. If you had three or more books, you could donate your three books to the library, and then you had the right to come in and borrow a book whenever you wanted to. The other problem he found was back then, you had lots of rooms with a place to put a fire to heat, and you needed a fire for cooking, and people would carry the embers from one to another because it was expensive and difficult to start a fire, though you didn't have matches or lighters. So people were constantly taking coals from one house to another, from one room to another, and there were lots and lots and lots of fires. So they were trying to figure out a way to deal with this. And you know, if their fire happened, everybody in the neighborhood would turn out with their bucket, but there usually wasn't a really good place to get water. And the people were tripping over each other. So the bucket brigades didn't usually work. And he read about how there were professional firemen in Europe. So he gathered a group of people together and said, let's train and be ready and have all the tools necessary to put out a fire. Well, they had to pay for this. There were tools that were needed. There were things that were needed to make sure there was water ready in different areas. And they had to figure out how to pay for it. So they came up with something called a fire mark. Now, my father was a, a, a safety engineer. He had a, a master's degree in safety. And he was named after Benjamin Franklin. And he loved to tell the story about fire marks. And they were um, about a foot square or foot round. And you would pay ahead of time for the fire department to put out your fire. So you would make a annual or monthly donation to your local fire department, and they gave you a fire mark. And if you go to uh, christiancar.guy.com, there's some pictures of these, or you can Google it. There's some beautiful art, and they would put this fire mark on the house. So the fire department would come, and if the fire mark was there, they would know that they had already been paid to put out that fire. So that was the way that the first fire departments got their funding, and the way the first fire insurance now, companies they have got like set a, up. A sort of a lizard. To show if they had insurance. Not lizards, no. There are absolutely no lizards used back then. They did have some barbecues when they got there and the people had not paid for their fire mark. <clears throat> but there were neat things that, that Benjamin Franklin was responsible for. He patented a lot of the terms used in electricity. He discovered how electricity worked. He was the one that came up with the concept that you could talk about electricity flowing. He came up with the terms battery and charge and condenser and a positive and a negative. Without him, electricity would have been discovered or worked on a whole lot later than it was. He also came up with some other really neat ideas that changed the world. <laughs> 
in radical ways. And one of the neatest things about him was, in my way of thinking, he was one of the first franchise holders in the United States. He set up a first-class printing press, and he printed something called the Farmer's Almanac. And he would it was the first way to get a weather report. It was a way to tell in your particular area of the country when you should plant something and when you should reap something. And it was a big hit. But each region of the country would have different dates for all those. So every couple of years, he would buy all new printing equipment, and he would send his printing equipment and his top person to a new colony. And they would set up a printing press in that colony and they would print their own farmer's almanac and they would send him back the royalties so that by the time that he really got into politics he had all these printing presses all over the colonies and was making good money and it allowed him to do research into all kinds of other areas like he came out with the idea of swim fins he developed bifocals if you have glasses that do more than one thing it goes back to what Benjamin Franklin dreamed up. Um, insurance. I'm, I'm still waiting on the insurance. You well, know, the insurance was the prepaying for the money to have the fire department come put out your... Oh, so that was the original fire insurance. Yes. Was the, the money you wrote in advance to take care of the cost of the fire department. I'm a little slow, Bill. I'm sorry. Well, but I'm I was getting this history lesson. I was excited. And, and the, the cool thing is that when we think of the 4th of July, obviously, we think of freedom. And, and we think of Benjamin Franklin out there with his kite and his key. I mean, and, and, and Philadelphia and the freedom ringing and, and, and all that stuff. He was kind of hanging out there. But I'm curious because I know of your, your delight in, in, in American history, how you picture Ben Franklin in the in that point of the 4th of July of freedom. Well, he wanted everybody to come together and work together. He wanted uh, different groups to come up with great ideas and to implement them. A lot of the uh, the lending library, the first teaching hospitals, uh, the community coming together to build a facility for um, performers to come and give a performance for the community he thought it was important that christians and individuals in a community should work together outside the government to solve the problems that they needed to solve and did a phenomenal job of bringing folks together yeah the whole idea of community is allowing for freedom you know as everybody comes through that and and whatever, but since I've got my my minute on freedom here, here we go. The Fourth of July is all about freedom, and not coincidentally, coincidentally, so is Jesus, as we talked about his clashes with the Pharisees and Herod, as both of them demanded fireworks. If you remember, the Pharisees demanded a sign from heaven. That's my picture of fireworks, and so did Herod. And so I think we can lose our freedom if we, don't, if we aren't careful what Jesus taught here. So in Mark chapter 8, Jesus, you got a picture with me here. He just fed 4,000, right? After a difficult, <clears throat> after he fed those, he crossed the lake and he went over and had a difficult encounter with the Pharisees who were demanding the sign from heaven, the fireworks. And then immediately Jesus loads up the boat to take the group to Bethsaida, which happens to be the house of fish. You know Bethlehem is 
the house of bread. Well, Bethsaida is the house of fish, and, and, and this is a little... Always learn something on your show. Anyway, Herod's territory was Bethsaida, and so he was sort of a fishy character. That's how you can remember that. <laughs> Just kidding. It's true that he was over that territory. And so the reason why Jesus mentions Herod in the same statement is they're on their way to Herod's territory of Bethsaida. And he says, this is quoting Jesus in Mark, in Matthew, in Mark 8, 15, and he cautioned them saying, watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. So the question you can't help but wonder if you're me is, and I pondered it all week, is what is this leaven? What is Jesus talking about? And about this demanding fireworks as he asked for a sign, as Herod did in Luke 23, he asked for a sign there, Herod did. And I don't know about you, but certainly you know some Pharisees and they're kind of puffed up. And you may know a politician or two like Herod and he's, he's kind of puffed up. <laughs> so where do we let the hot air out and what was Jesus warning us not to fall for? Well, I believe this leaven that Jesus is talking about, as I've been studying this, is the bondage of control. If you think about it, when you are demanding God to do something for us, it's if I do this, then you're going to do that. That is control. It's an if-then. If you're a computer programmer, they love those if-then statements. If this happens, then that's going to happen. Well, essentially, when you're doing that, you're testing God. And you might be saying right now, I would never do that. I would never say if-then. Well, let's take a little, little closer look at Robbie's self-talk a minute and say, yeah, I do say these things and to myself. This is Robbie's self-talk. It's not unusual for me to say some of these things to myself. If I tithe, then God will bless me. If, then, okay? If I don't tithe, then God will break me. If, then. If I pray for my children, they will fall in love with Christ. If, then. If I don't pray for my children, they will be lost and something bad will happen. If God sees me giving all for the kingdom, then he will bless me. If I slack off work, God will surely punish me. Ah, some of you are light right this minute, like Bill, who's looking at me going, where are you going with this, Robbie? That doesn't sound like testing God to me. Well. Not sure they understand ah, the biblical principles. Ah, we're we're, we're going to go further into this fireworks on demand when we come back to the Christian Car Guy Show. God is in control. We are talking fireworks on demand here on the Christian Car Guys show, and we were talking about that whole concept of fireworks on demand and how that may be testing God. And you may have listened to what I was saying right before the end of the break and say, Robbie, I don't see that. Well, I'm going to get to an actual car business example of what I'm talking about in here just a minute so that you can see it, <clears throat> how it actually plays out in interpersonal relationships sometimes. But I was talking about my own self-talk where I think if I do certain things, then God is going to do certain things. In other words, testing God. And, and, and at some point when I look at that, I really almost come to this point of like, oh man, who will save me from this body of death? <laughs> well, if you think about the disciples coming back now, they had just been part of the feeding of the 4,000. And if you study that 
story a little bit, you'll see that they were three days with no food up there on that mountain. And no one asked Jesus to take seven loads and feed everybody. Essentially, it was his idea. He wasn't, they weren't asking him for a sign, bring us some bread. That was all Jesus' idea. So just the day before, remember, they're in the boat, and he's like, remember yesterday, Robbie, didn't you eat well, and didn't your kids eat well, and there weren't any, I mean, you're not in control, Robbie, and if, if you would let go of the reins for just a minute, and just trust me, and love me, and stop testing me, there's phenomenal freedom in that, in, in allowing God to be in control. I'm just, you know, it's sort of this surrender place. It's not fireworks on demand. So I told you that this plays out in the car business, and here's where it plays out. And I, I think it's incredible to to think about it whenever you go into an interpersonal relationship to think about this. See, it happens in sales and service. And in sales, many customers think that the salesperson is essentially an annoyance. And he'll have no clue on how to help me. And so the customers are in control. As soon as they walk in, I've waited on lots of them this way. I need to do this, 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 and this. And you're going to do this, this, this. And they're totally in control, not realizing, oh, wow, I spent every day of my life for 30 years helping people buy cars. I might be good at it. <laughs> and so, but if you're a smart salesman, you just let them take control. And, 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 and sometimes I would laugh all the way home at this person, I was in such a position to help them, but they wouldn't let me because they were so in control. There was no way that I could help them because they knew everything. They were totally in control. So when you go into an interpersonal relationship, say with an insurance agent, right? Would it not be crazy for me to start telling Bill what insurance I needed? When the man, he works with people every single day of his life on exactly how that all works. But who's gonna be in control when you get into that relationship? Now the other one, is in service, and it's very, very, very common. Unfortunately, it's even common with the Jesus labor love that I'll have an applicant tell me that their car needs this, this, and this, and this in order to fix it. They're in control. They have to control the whole process, and I understand they're hurt people, and hurt people need to grasp control. They try to take it. In fact, they used to teach us that little kids run away in order in an effort to try to gain control because if they run away, they're in control. Well, same thing when hurt people are in the service lane and their car is broken down and they're going to tell you, you need to do this, this, then this to fix my car. Well, when we were in service advisor school many years ago, they taught us don't ever, ever, ever write on a repair order. If you're going to give this to a mechanic to fix, do not tell him what to do. You put down the complaint. Customers, you don't put down, replace the battery. You put down, customer says the car will not turn over. You don't put down, to give the car a tune-up. You put customer says the car is skipping or missing or whatever the situation is. In other words, allow the people that that are gifted in the area <laughs> the control and let go of it sometimes. Mm. I understand that you being in control can sometimes lead um, to good places, but essentially the ultimate place where this falls down is am I going to really allow God to control my life? And so when I come to him with my prayers, am I asking for his control or am I wanting him to respond based on what I need or I think I need? And the crazy thing is, Bill, how in the world <laughs> would I know what I need? You know what I'm saying? If you tell God how you want to have it fixed, then you're a whole <laughs> lot less likely to give him credit 
for what got fixed. And in most cases, what you want is peace. It's not that you want a particular problem solved. With prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, lift up your request to God, and the peace of Christ will be granted to you. I know there have been lots of cases in my life where I prayed for something, and thank God, God didn't give me what I asked for, but he really gave me for what I wanted and what I needed. Right, and you see this yeast thing as these Pharisees, when they're in control, they're pretty puffed up, and Herod was pretty puffed up too. I mean, they, they were wanting a sign, I demand it, you're going to show me whatever. And unfortunately, you know, I find myself sometimes thinking I know a lot more than I actually do. you ever experience that in insurance where people call up and they tell you, this is what I need, da 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 and you're just like, whoa, hang on there, Captain. I got a few things you probably could use. <laughs> I've seen people dig some real deep holes after I've told them many, many do not do this. <laughs> do not say that. And, you know, <laughs> it's amazing how bad you can mess up if you don't take a little bit of advice. And the one place that besides, you know, God's right up there, but here's, here's another place that's really, really close to home. In fact, it is at home, is my wife right <laughs> in my life god sounds a lot like my wife yeah my i'm telling you and, and it's amazing i should just be on my knees constantly going really i didn't listen to her again i didn't listen to her again i didn't listen to her again and you know it's just it's one of those things that you know i think i i i, I know this and i know that but it's 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 a matter of i've got to be in control you don't ever suffer you like with that. To, you, you like to think that you're in control. <laughs> well, one more time, let me go out and make a pitch for ChristianCarGuy.com because there you can be in control. You can click on the banner to go win that. Next week, we're going to have another drawing. And I hope that you win the Red Roof in free stay, VIP. If you're over 18, all you have to do is register, send us you know, the, the thing. There's no purchase necessary. And we'll, we'll draw next week so you can win that. You can also, while you're there, go see. Because I, I try to post our prayer needs at, for the Jesus Labor Love every week. So you can see the prayer needs for the Jesus Labor Love. You can see Bill's article on Benjamin Franklin. You can see my thing on, on, on um, fireworks on demand. I'd like to put in a, a plug, too, because for the, the finest insurance, well, let's say, Three of the finest insurance agents I know in the area were kind enough to allow me to join them, and we've started ForsythInsuranceServices.com. So I just want to put a, a blatant commercial out there for Forsyth Insurance Services and let people know that uh, we'd love to talk to them. And, and, the, and the other thing there is, and I know this is true for you and me, Bill, that even if you're in you know, Washington or you're in New York or wherever you may be listening, you have an insurance question. Be my pleasure. Bill doesn't need to be your agent. He would love to help you with that. I would love to help. You know, I get emails every day from people that have this concern or that prayer need or whatever it may be. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with cars. I'm delighted to help. Bill's delighted to help. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. They ask an expert page. It's right there. Bill's email's there. Mine's there. We would love to help with whatever your situation is. But this week, as you uh, go through your week... <laughs> Think about where it is that we're actually demanding fireworks. And be careful with those sparklers. <laughs> they cause lots and lots of fires. 
But fortunately, they hopefully got the Ben Franklin fire markets. The whole deal, they'll have it paid for. It's not a bad thing to have. Well, once again, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to Christian Cargoshi.